welcome back to the Hazardous Casuals podcast. I am your GM and your host. (laughs) My name is Matt, and my other co-hosts love to give me crap as they try and count me into each episode. Uh, (laughs) Right. So we are, you've heard, yes, you've heard that voice right. We are back for at least one session. uh, Back to four party members. Jordan has returned. And uh, we're we're actually going to be uh, transitioning, doing some transition. Seth, and uh, can I, can we share this, Seth? Are you okay with sharing this? I don't know. <laughs> my my groin know? works. Yeah, good job. My genitalia has done its why, job. Why I put it that way? <laughs> That's the worst. <laughs> one of the worst possible ways to put it. <laughs> Seth, and his, Seth and his wife are expecting their first little one. And uh, human child, <laughs> human child, or, or fresh, it, could be an, it could be an orc, uh, who know. knows? Uh, <laughs> a fresh baby, <laughs> and um, so he'll be uh, he's gonna be actually taking a, some time off from the podcast, and uh, Jordan is gonna hop back in. So, uh, we no one will even tell the difference, that's exactly. true. Yeah, we're pretty However, much. I am back and I'm making it everyone's problem so. <laughs> Right. Now I'll be playing. Um, I'll be playing. Macro is gone. We'll take turns. Hi guys. No, no, no. Hi, Macro. Hi guys. I'm Macro. I power fist him in the chest. Hey, you guys. I think he's ready to just turn invisible and disappear mysteriously, oh, like he did that one episode. <laughs> yeah. Makes yeah. sense to me. Makes sense to me. Oh, uh, well, it's good to have Jordan back. We are. We will miss Seth. Uh, mm-hmm. But happy Especially to me. Uh, it sucks that the second I come back, Seth is leaving. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Got to maintain that party balance. That's, That's right. what it is. That's right. By the time I come back, maybe Gavin will be taken off. Maybe they hey. just think Seth and Jordan are two really good voice, are, are one really good voice actor, and they can't be in the same room, you know, for very long together. Uh, kind of like how you've never seen me and Batman in the same room at the same time. Oh, That's true. Anyways, if you're joining us for the first time, we're going to do some cast introductions and catch up on the story thus far with a brief recap. So let's start off with Jordan. Uh, Jordan plays Raytheon Mistweave, a woodland elf from the south, the, the dark forest. Jordan, mm-hmm. what? I know you're coming back and uh, you got a, you had a ton of XP to... Uh, spend. <laughs> um, just give us a brief synopsis. What is... How has Raytheon changed in the brief time that he's been away from his buddies? Oh, man. So when we last left Raytheon, he was potentially the least proficient character in the party. Uh, That was not by accident. I had actually held back his experience points quite a bit. So I have spent a total of 140 experience points uh, in the uh, the run-up to this uh, this return. Um, Raytheon now has additional talents. He has the call-it talent, uh, in which he adds one less um, setback to combat checks due to the... uh, Or one less... Setback die to the use of combat checks uh, for aim maneuvers to target an item, weapon, or body part. So I can do called shots now. Um, Sweet. He has the disorient talent. Uh, on a hit, spend two advantage to stun for the ra- number of rounds equal to the ranks in this talent. So one round. 
I can stun people um, for that. Uh, he's also now a component caster, in which he can consume a physical item for one boost die to spellcasting. Mm. Um, he also uh, has the stalker talent, uh, which is a permanent plus one boost die to stealth and coordination checks. Um, those are the uh, the big like thematic things that are going on with Raytheon's changes. The other stuff is just sort of like boosts to his skills. Um, like we are currently sitting at rank four ranged. Um, jeez. Yeah. (laughs) Goodness. Um, we are sitting at, uh, rank three primal now, um, which is going to make things a lot better for him. Um, stealth and perception also got a bump. Um, and survival got uh got a bump there. So uh so yeah, like and that, that may or may not be everything. I can't remember, but yeah. We we spent some points. Um and I'm very happy with where, where Raytheon's at right now. Uh with, with all that stuff. I am finally on like spent XP level with everybody else. Awesome. That's exciting. All right. Also, we have Seth. Seth is playing Makra the Orc Monk. And Seth, do you do you remember what you purchased? What you uh, what what you upgraded on Makra last time? Yeah, I told you in the last episode what I'd spent it on, and I told you to remember what it was because I wouldn't, and I'm holding to that because I do not remember what I bought. I yeah, Matt takes great notes. He's <laughs> yeah, got all the I, answers. Right but there. just make sure you diligent listeners. <laughs> Know what we know right in now to Matt for the yeah. answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I'll have to Actually, go back uh, and figure that out. It won't really matter. Marker will be gone <laughs> for at least a little while. He'll be off uh, in the land of uh, hand wavy nonsense. Uh, yeah, hand wavy. Yeah, you went over there and did that thing. Uh, right. With the old old masters and the art of the wacky inflatable arm waving tube men. And also we have Gavin, who plays Leo Thundershield, a human tradesperson. Uh, Gavin, did Leo take any any new talents or upgrade any skills? Leo became a lot better at mechanics. And he found a smooth stone that's really good for skipping far on a lake. Nice. Well, he lost it. <laughs> Apparently when you throw it, you lose it. Oh, well. Oh, boy. Who knew? Next, we have Donovan, who plays Kachi Rogan. And Kachi is a cat folk from the South, or also known as a Dunair. And uh, is this cat, did, did Kachi get any, any upgrades recently? Kachi got a, a super proficient at not being disarmed or having his weapons broken because he figures that that's a, a, a pretty good thing to have. Oh, is that a talent? Mm-hmm. What is it? Uh, about this. It's one of the new ones. It is called Jimmy Cracked Corn. Now I don't care. Uh, <laughs> give me a second. I know it is not called Crooked Fingers because that's the other one I'm, I took. Uh, and the, while I'm looking up, Crooked Fingers allows my character to automatically have whatever item is needed to do a skullduggery check. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And he's pretty excited by that because of all the tons of skullduggery checks we've had to do throughout this campaign. (laughs) You've had a few. (laughs) Have we had more than three? Perhaps you've avoided trying certain things because of the lack of your skullduggery skills. Well, I technically have lockpicks and stuff, but uh, to be fair, the way you get to those is you you make the way you get to make skullduggery checks is you put yourself in situations where skullduggery makes sense. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I'll remember that while you're sleeping. Picking locks or picking pockets or picking 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 your nose or your friend's nose. Yeah, picking noses. The other skill that he took was uh, resist disarm. Uh, you are skilled at avoiding being disarmed, suffer too strained to avoid being disarmed or having a weapon damaged or destroyed. That's awesome. All right. So let's jump into a recap. Did you guys hear that latest ad? Oh, man. That was a pretty, that was a pretty good one. Oh, crap. <laughs> totally forgot about the ad. Well, let's go ahead and do it. Just go ahead and do the ad. I'll just, I'll just edit it. My great, amazing editing skills. I'll, I'll put it in where it needs to be. Hello. <laughs> I am Baron Halfsetter, and I'm here to talk to you about the bootstrapper competition of the Alarian hide-and-seek. For only 100 silver, you can enter. Come and get these wonderful, miraculous, single-teleport boots from us. And once the competition begins, put them on and be teleported somewhere random throughout the continent of Alaria. And then our finders, our, our seekers, if you will, will seek you out. The last to be found or not found wins. <laughs> if we never find you, the prize money goes to your family. Um, now, I, I greatly encourage you to run to your nearest uh, dispatch center for the uh, Bootstrapper Society guilds and get your magic boots. Um, I would recommend something to like hunt for food uh this usually takes a couple months to maybe a few years until we find all the bodies of the the competition uh competitors yes that's the word remember bootstrapper competition uh, larian's hide and seek for the future baron half setter out oh heck don't don't drop that stone no oh okay (laughs) All right, so now we'll get into a brief recap of the story thus far. Four adventurers, Raytheon Mistweave, a woodland elf, Makra, the orc monk, Kachi Rogan, a catfolk from the south, and Leo Thundershield, a traitor, have joined together in a quest. They set out from a small town called Three Oaks to keep an ancient evil artifact called Nightbringer from being remade. Nightbringer was destroyed over 50 years ago at the end of the Great War. Unable to completely destroy Nightbringer, it was divided up and hidden to be safeguarded amongst the great peoples of Hilarium. One shard of Nightbringer was given to the elves, another to the dwarves, another to the orcs, and finally two shards were given to the humans, one to the Northern Kingdom and one to the Southern Kingdom. For 50 years, the world was safe and rebuilt much of what was lost during the Great War. However, recently, dark forces have been gathering together in attempts to find the shards of Nightbringer and reforge them. 
After helping a small mining town, our heroes set out to warn the dwarven city of Dol Gordul of an impending attack from a goblin army led by a necromancer who intends to find and take the shard of Nightbringer the dwarves are safeguarding. Alright, so you guys leave Westcliff and uh, you start making your way up uh, the northern uh, road. It's the journey's pretty. I mean, it's pretty easy. It's not a very hard journey. Uh, the, the landscape is very beautiful. Um, you're sort of as you travel, you know, you see these this great mountain range of these uh, mountains rise up in front of um, you. And you, I'm going to bring up narratively. Kachi probably is not riding his horse very well. He hates it. The horse hates him. The horse tries to bite him all the time. <laughs> he at one point claws it, which makes it speed off, which makes him terrified. Yeah. It's watching him is probably half the entertainment on this adventure. <laughs> Whatever happened to Shabazz? He went with uh, with with you guys to uh, with you, Morty, Re- Ruby, and this was clearly a mistake. Don't worry, Kachi. I'm sure there's all sorts of other stuff to ride than horses. Where you're going, blah blah blah. blah, blah. <laughs> well, we had to take a no one take said that a boat. <laughs> That's true, and so the. Um, wouldn't have worked. So how how hard are you going to push these these guys? I, th- I think we're going to be pretty quick, but I don't think we're going to kill ourselves with the letter out. I don't think we want to like, and then we also know that there's goblins. We don't, for all we know, they're already there. So I, w- I would say we need to be at least somewhat cautious. But I'm um, hurried. It's like I'm somewhere between regular and faster than fast. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, I think you guys spent about a day and a half and. Um, y'all probably, uh, you get to where, um, your, your guide, he sort of tells you guys that, um, uh, probably about a day and a half journey, uh, there's a sort of a stopping point that most people sort of stop and take a, a rest at. Um, there's sort of an, o- kind of an oasis, but there's sort of a watering hole basically, um, as the, the Northern road. Uh, meets the old the old kingdom road what he says uh up the mountains which he says you know if if the there was goblins coming they'd probably come through that way yes just ran over that old man very satisfying noise wasn't it <laughs> i was i didn't get to hear it but it sure looked like it was squelchy i'm gonna hold on to that memory for a very long time <laughs> ah. Do you need this? Uh, do you need this wand? I mean, I'll just hold on to it so I have a long use, long range weapon at some point. But yeah, that's fine. I've already got my own magic to take care of any long range distance stuff. So if you'd find some use in it, go for it. Do, do you think Kaji will ever learn how to ride his horse? No, horse? I do not. Ow, ow, ow. In my in my mind's eye, Kachi is riding the horse backwards. <laughs> He's facing the wrong way, <laughs> like Michelangelo from the third Turtles movie. Yeah, <laughs> mine doesn't have a head. <laughs> At one point, while you're talking, Kachi just zooms past you, completely out of control of his horse, and you just hear him go. Mm-hmm. That's uh, what the third time that that's happened. 
Oh, that, yeah. The third time of this since we've been here. So I'm counting this as four. Uh, Kachi, make me a, uh, a <laughs> make me an average difficulty, two purple, fear check. It's going to go off your discipline. You said that's two purple? Yes, two purple. Two purple discipline. Because I believe this is one of your fears, correct? Horses? It is. I got one advantage. <laughs> You're still under, uneasy about this thing. Um, but, but, um, you know, with, with an advantage, like, it's, it's not too bad. Um, you're sort of, it's like starting to understand how to ride these things. How about at one point, while it's trying to bite at me, Kanji like gr- grabs the reins in such a way that it's like heads pulled in between it and helm. It can't reach much further, basically. <laughs> and it goes a horse and like pops his pops his uh, uh, claws and go and just looks at him and, and kind of points like keep going. And at that point, the horse doesn't bite at him as much. Okay, all right. Um, yeah, you're still scared of this thing. This thing is still. Scared of you, but I think there's a there's a, a little bit better understanding at this point. All right, so uh, you guys, uh, like I said, about a day and a half, two days. Uh, you guys make your way and get there to this watering hole, and as you approach it, you see three figures up ahead. I look at them. Really good, like one is looks like an orc stand striking a pose uh, next to the water hole. Um, with the mountains behind them. The other one is an elf who looks like they're painting uh, the orc striking this pose. And the third one looks like an elf that looks very familiar to you. You would almost think it looks like Raytheon. Raytheon? Raytheon! What? What? Hey, Raytheon! Leo! Yeah! What are you doing here? Um, well, that's a little bit of a story. Maybe we can get into that later. Um, where's your fox pouch? Oh, it's right here. And he sort of like pats <laughs> directly on, on, on like his, like it is, it is now taken the position of like a sporin. Like it's like being worn very centrally in the front of his belt. <laughs> that's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, a real slot Bonwalla original. Ah, <laughs> uh, slot Bonwalla. <laughs> um, a name that I will continue to use in dire situations. Your real name, right? <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, Jordan, do you want to? Do you want to maybe do like a uh, a fun little like a, one hour earlier? Sort of. You know what? I would love to because I have no <laughs> idea what I'm doing there. Uh, that'd be great. That'd be super cool. For the so, listener, the look of horror at my question of what he's done was off. Was, was oh, I was like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I haven't played this game in three months. Uh, <laughs> all right, so let's let's catch up with Raytheon. Uh, your second night on the road, back to Three Oaks. Uh, during the night, you awoke. Uh, from your dreams and startled. Uh, you had had a vision, but what was even more startling was that you woke up and you were holding the 
um, orb that Ruby had found, you and Ruby had found in the library. Uh, Morty was sort of a little taken back, a little concerned. And after hearing your vision, your dream, uh, he decided that you guys would be best for y'all to set out towards the Dragon Spire to find either a sage or an oracle. As you guys took a detour to Dragon Spire, he did so because he knew that they had uh, teleportation there. Even though he is too weak and unable to do that, Ruby was not did not has not learned that yet. Um, Draken Spire. Some of the he basically tells you guys that basically some of the some of the great cities are actually have a teleportation system, but it's very guarded because, well, as you can imagine, if you're trying to hide uh, very powerful magical artifacts, you don't want people just teleporting everywhere. So a lot of cities are warded against um, teleportation. And it probably wasn't an oracle there. Um, probably your best chance to find, though, would be a sage. And that would be your best chance to sort of gain uh, maybe sort of more information about your dream. As you fell asleep that night, in your dream, you realized as you were dreaming that it wasn't a normal dream. There was sort of a cold reality to it. Your dream took focus and as you it took focus you saw a great tree that began to grow growing stronger its roots began to devour other smaller trees lightning struck it and it died and began to wither four great limbs were cut off and replanted a hooded figure approached and drew a sword striking two of the trees down however it didn't cut them down instead it seemed as if the sword drew life from them and killed them the figure evaporated into five dark clouds that dispersed across Alaria. you then stood before in front of three great oaks as a brooding hooded figure arose above it and stood behind it peering down upon you ominously Long fingers stretched out, reaching to touch the trees, and in a single touch, they withered and died. Stone, giant stone dwarves rose from the ground and beneath and breathed fire, blinding you. As your sight returned, you saw your friends drowning as a dragon spewed water from its mouth. And then you awoke. Now, I can, we can, um, since you went to Drakenspire, I can give you some insight from the sage, or if you want, we can simply just say that you didn't find a, a sage or an oracle. It's up to you. I mean, more, more information is good. The, the instinct would be to go seek out the sage, if Morty couldn't tell me anything. Uh, yeah, Morty probably was not very good at reading dreams. That yeah. he pretty pretty honest with you. He's not a dream reader or a vision taker. So, if you were standing before a sage, what would you ask them about your dream? Uh, first, absolutely, just go through and describe the dream. Um, how many questions do I get? Um, let's see. You get five questions. Five? Wow, okay, that's more than I was expecting. I rolled a dice. Um, okay. Let's let it a chance. The, the sage uh, pours, begins to, to pour a concoction in a bowl, and he uh, you know, speaks a spell, and 
he is able to give you five questions that he can hopefully answer. It may not be direct or at least completely clear, but he can at least guide you in those five questions. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. He he says he says to you as you find a sage, he says, we have some skill in 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 dreams, uh, dream interpretation. Uh, an oracle would be best. I know where there's some are. There is one down south um, towards the Pool of Tears. Uh, there's also one in the Peaceful Forest. And there's also one in Mysterial Hall. But I can at least help you a little bit. I fear that time may be of the essence. So, thank you for having us all wise one. Speak your wisdom. Uh, Raytheon is going to be, like, needlessly formal with this guy. <laughs> okay. That's fine. First, are my friends in danger greater than they would normally be? Uh, he ponders for a while, uh, looks at his, I guess you could say cauldron. Yes. Okay. Um, they are heading towards unknown danger. Danger that they are not aware of. see. Very well. This this uh, hooded figure, is this someone who is no longer directly a threat or someone whom we might yet see? Which hooded figure? There are oh, there two. There were two, weren't there? Uh-huh. Um, uh, the one who struck down the... Uh, well, I mean, I guess I'll ask twice. You know, like... Or ask instead, who are these hooded figures? In relation to us. Hmm. Both are connected. One is from long ago. The other is from the present. And they are different, I see. It would seem so. Uh, quick, quick sort of like point of information. The long fingers that reached out to touch the trees, they belonged to the... To the brooding hooded yes. figure, right? Yeah. Okay, you could, just wanted to make yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. Am I the second figure? No. So, wh- what is the significance of the four great limbs? Mm. Mm. That is interesting. The significance of the four limbs. It seems they were part, maybe, family line. Maybe they speak of you, your lineage. Two of them die. Ah, uh, um. Oh man, now I gotta pick. Who? Well, I would let you if if there's anything you want me to a- ask me as a DM. Well, I, I mean, it's, that, it's like, just like like there's any other descriptive the five the five about. dark clouds. I think are the five nations. Hmm. Um. Because there there are five great nations, correct? Or is it seven? I can't remember. Um. Well, it depends. I mean, it depends on how you want to divide it. There are two human kingdoms. Um, yeah. There are the elves, which kind of, I mean, it depends. Well, on how yeah, you but like as a up. people group. Yeah, as a people group. Uh, there are the dwarves, so that's four. And then there are the orcs. And then the Dunair in the... Yeah, they would. Yeah, they would. I mean, that would be a different. But you also have, in terms of people, like great people or minor people, you also have uh, various halfling and gnome settlements. Um, right. So, like, 
So if not if not the total of the nations, then like the influence of this dark figure, this hooded figure in the past. Um okay. What do you make of the of the stone dwarves and the fire? Danger. Traps set before you. It could be connected to the danger your friends are heading towards. Yes. And I I do not wish to take more of your time, O Toothless One. And with that, uh, his cauldron the, the sort of extinguishes and um, signifying that is as much as he can help you. Thank you. I must consult with my friends. Now. Bowing really low and then, <laughs> like, to the point that he almost hits his head on the table, almost. Okay. Uh, and heads out. Tell Morty about this. So, that's when you get zipped, teleported back to your friends. Say my farewells to Morty, and like mid-word, just find myself in the woods talking to uh, nothing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hi, how you? you end up teleporting yourself into yeah. the middle of the watery hole, about waist deep. Uh, you see a orc striking a pose, uh, a two horses, and an elf, and a fellow elf. Not a maybe not a what elf, maybe a high elf. Looks kind of royal. Painting said orc on the road, or setting by by this watering hole. So, Leo, you can see how I'm a little. uncertain as to what I'm doing here, but I trust Morty, and I have yet to figure out what these people are up to. I literally just got here. Ah, that explains the wet clothing. Wet? Damn it. You gonna eat that fish? Uh, I was thinking... Do we have a camp nearby or something where I could cook this? You're in it. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get this party started. Makra! Kachi! How good to see you. Are you Ooh. a shapeshifter, perhaps? I've got the coin. Why don't you hold this? Uh, I just, like, stick out my hand and hold <laughs> for the coin. <laughs> um, Great! While, while they're doing that ritual... Uh, Mocker's doing his best impression of an owl and trying to kind of throw that <laughs> somewhere into the woods just to see how he reacts. Okay. Immediately yep, draws. Yep. Yep, that's him. <laughs> I've got the important question. Did you happen to bring Shavas? Um, I'd look around at Shavas anywhere. No, Morty said that animals, uh, animals are. It's not calibrated for animals. So it turns out that Shabazz would not have survived the journey. Before he finishes talking, Kachi has already lost interest. Then, in. oh, okay, mm-hmm. well, that's good to know. And wanders off, muttering to himself. He's been in a weird mood lately. You know, I can tell that. He didn't even name his horse. It's very bad luck to not name your horse, and probably not great luck to name it that. Mine's Black Thunder too. No, the blacksmith get the blacksmith goes. No, no, that's Fred. Yours is Fred. 
Find George. Black Thunder. My daughter named him Miss Fred. It's Fred. No, but my horse. Is my horse George? Or are they all Fred? No, that one's Fred. Black Yours Thunder? is Lucky. Yours is Lucky. Oh, yeah, Lucky. Lucky. Yeah, I don't know why. He, he always gets in trouble. Lucky always gets in trouble? Yep. Uh, so who are these guys then? Have you spoken with them yet, Jordan? Uh, I've 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 not I've not spoken with them yet. Um, I was seriously just literally just getting my bearings. Um, that is north. No, it's actually that way towards the <laughs> mountains. Um, excuse me. I am. You know what? It's been a very strange day. <laughs> it's good to see you, Raytheon. Yeah, get 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 dry. Um. You two, uh, hello. Uh, the orc looks up from his, or looks down from his pose. He's sort of looking up into the air, all dignified and uh, distinguished. And, uh, ah, he looks at you, uh, looks at the uh, cat person, uh, has already seen Raytheon, doesn't give him much thought, and then locks eyes with Makra and goes, My name is. Vorgak, the Arbiter. I am here to claim a bounty. Uh, Are you Makra, son of Rodek? No, uh, this guy's Fred. <laughs> hey, Fred. Yes, I am. Ah, dang it. Oh, I... We tried. The signs pointed that you would be here. Our paths would cross. So, I've come to take you back to your people. Which people? Your people. The great wolf tribe. Uh, And he sort of Uh, brushes off his cloak. Uh, He's wearing this sort of black um, battle armor. And uh, he does have a cloak sort of half-draped over him. And when he does, you see the symbol of your, your tribe, uh, which is the wolf tribe. I have been sent by the tribunal. You are to return at once with me and answer for your crimes. What crime am I being accused of? He pulls out a scroll, sort of flicks his wrist. It unfurls. Let's see. Derelict of duty. To start, he looks at you, knowing that, like, basically, like, this would be a pretty bad crime. That's a major charge. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Failure to assume tribal chieftain responsibility and lead your. Tribe, do you want me to keep going, or have you heard enough? I don't know how much you would like for others to know your personal shameful crimes. Uh, I would like to know more. Yeah, <laughs> keep keep reading. Otherwise, I'm going to have to kill you. That is true, and that would be I, most unfortunate. Yeah. I have fought and bled with these men. I gather we would have to do it twice. All right. So be it. Murder. Theft. 
Well, no, just just protecting a friend. You'd have to actually physically intervene for me to kill you, but That's I would. That's true. Ah, would. I see your friends love to joke. They do. Oh, there's no joke here. What say? I there is more. He walks over and and hands you the scroll. Um, can I see who is levying the charges against me? Um, you see, you know one of the names. That's that's about it. You know that this person is a stickler for uh, the code, basically of of the tribe. Um, and anytime he basically has a grudge against your tribe as well. And uh, you know he has basically a grudge against your family too. So well, he's got a you're not surprised you. to see his name on one of the chief uh, uh, individuals that's leveling, leveling these uh, accusations and uh, crimes at you. Probably is leading the charge against you. Marco, you didn't tell me that your people enslaved people, forced them to do work they didn't want to do. It's interesting. Highly unethical. I would have to agree. Did I miss something? (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, apparently they're going to arrest you for not doing a job. That sounds like slavery to me. Oh, I see what you're saying. It is a matter of honor, not so much of employment. And what jurisdiction does this fall under? Tribal law. And they are in charge here? Yes. Up here, huh? Uh, Tribal jurisdiction extends to all orcs. Does not rely upon the nature of the land. Because as you know, we're fairly nomadic and warlike people. Territories change. So a law based upon one's territory doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Well, doesn't seem to be like you abide those laws. Or do you? As as an orc, I am bound by tribal law and honor to abide. And this gentleman here is a duly appointed officer. Are, are you going to ask us to stand down, or do I just start getting the, the old sword and shield out? There's no need for violence, so long as Makra comes with me willingly. Ah, take him off. Got it. Hmm. What you happens would if he be doesn't? interrupting me from a very important mission, one that would affect more than just our tribes, but the rest of this continent as well. And Kachi's going to speak up from the side at this point and just be like, and not only that, but it's a pretty weird standard for a people to charge somebody with their election of duty by preventing them from doing a very important one. That's also very true. What is this duty? That you speak of. Leo, tell them. All right. There's a goblin army about to assault the uh, the dwarven town or dwarven city just north of here. We're just trying to warn them before it gets there. Are you the ward of the dwarven city? So if a... Uh... I am speaking to Makra. No. Mm-hmm. Who has given you this charge? Uh, great wizard. By the name of Morty. 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 Do not know him. So, you are bound to this 
Judy, this warning. Yes. Me and my companions have been quested to do this. How large, human? Did you say this army was? We're not exactly sure how large it is, but due to some kind of magics, they've been able to organize larger than most orc armies. They actually show signs of intelligence right now. Uh, throwing out patrols. We actually fought with a necromancer there that was... He appeared to be a part of leadership in this endeavor. Um, was actually getting large amounts of weapons for them. Uh, we just got to make them aware of it and maybe help out a bit. Let me consult with the science. And uh, at this point, he sort of uh, takes um, <clears throat> some time. He sort of removes himself, uh, walks away a little distance, sort of pulls some stuff out, kneels down, starts messing with some stuff. Looks like he's trying to you know, cast some spells, some sort of ritual. Uh, he's taking quite a while. How does the painting look? Oh, it's really nice. It's beautiful. Uh, it was a very great pose that he was striking and uh, mounted. I mean, it captures it very perfectly. Um, I mean, just just wonderful. Amazing artwork. Do you sell any of your pieces? <sighs> if I so choose, would you like to buy this one? don't know if the orc over there has anything that I would like to receive in payment. Oh, it's for it's for him. Yes, if he wants it, I guess. Excuse me, cousin. From which house do you hail? Uh, I am from the great elven city of Lithlilian. Ah. City elf. Yes. Are you a what elf, I take it? Almost certainly. Ah. What is your, uh, your people? Oh, my people are of the southern forests. I am Raytheon Mistweave. Nice to meet you, Raytheon Mistweave. I, um, I am Darius Dragonsbane. I am uh, technically a half-high-elf. My uh, father was a human. Technically, I'm Lord. Darius, did I say that? I'm supposed to mention that. Lord Darius. He sort of rolls his eyes when he says that. I'm just sort of free at the moment, though. I kind of just want to go wherever I wish. See the world. You know, sort of you heading towards the Great Dwarven City? I suppose we are. I always wanted to see the Great Dwarven City of Mind if I join you? I shall have to consult with my compatriots. Compatriots. <laughs> compatriots. Um, so this guy's definitely a spy, right? Spy? Oh, almost, <laughs> almost definitely. I think okay. we should probably kill him the moment we have the chance. Uh, um, uh, Wait, have we had him touch any silver yet, or no? We have not. Know, I, I haven't seen a single other changeling. I have killed in large uh, a number of the nightlings. I toss it. I, I I go ahead and toss it. Uh, Kaji tosses a coin. Hey, quick, get you one of these. Tell me what you think. And he tosses it. Um, he catches it. Uh, is this payment? Are you trying to 
Would you like a consignment? Just seeing if you're a changeling. Ooh. Okay, toss it back. Oh. Okay. Can you... Okay. He flicks it back to you. Can you draw us uh, as a group? Or how long would it take? I mean, sure. I could draw you as a group. I just want some excitement. Is there some excitement you're going? I would love to see the Dwarven City. Come on. Please. Please. Well, you do. I'm not a changeling. I'm not a night blade. Hey, it's... Of whisper that. <laughs> who brings up the night blades and just who casual brings up? Who just brings up? Yeah, you just said it. No, oh, was I not supposed not. to hear that? Oh, you were okay, not supposed sorry. to hear oh, that. Oh, I didn't did hear that. Uh, I, I'm not I'm, anything I'm bad. Me. I'm a good I'm man. I'm fine with me being with Leo being poor at whispering. <laughs> just be a loud whisper. Yeah. Night oh blades. gosh. <laughs> night blades. <laughs> yes. <laughs> can't whisper guys i can't whisper <laughs> well what kind of skills do you have other than well, painting well i i am skilled at the musical instrument of two i could play you a tune i could sing you a song i could regale you of tales of old can i can i we intuit him at all or yeah, yeah like, sure like is this yeah. guy selling us a line of bullcrap? Yeah. Like, All right. Uh, make me a. It's Willie in disguise, isn't it? He's trying to sell <laughs> fool's gold all over again. <laughs> um, make yeah, it'd be a it'd be a vigilance check. If it was, if you're trying to <laughs> spot a deception, uh, just two purple. Leo rolls three successes with one threat. Ooh. Kachi rolls uh, four successes and one threat. <laughs> a wash. Ravian's coming back strong. No idea what's going on. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, he seems all right to me. Trying to figure out south. Looks back up to the mountains. Okay, that's north. That's north. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, north. that's what. That's the one. Uh, Makra's got two, two success and one advantage. This guy, you definitely can tell he's royalty. Um, major royalty. Like he's got rings. He's got gold chains. He's got amazing jewelry. <laughs> Two chains. Is two chains. Um, I'm going to say the the threat is that it, he's so. I think he at this point just a little bit like maybe a little bit taken back by like probably the caliber of his royalty. Um, he does seem genuine though. Like he's not. Uh, he doesn't seem to be lying. He seems mm-hmm. to be looking for adventure, and uh, doesn't seem to want to harm anybody. He he is being honest. He when he said like he's not a changeling, he is not wanting to hurt you guys. Um, he doesn't seem like there's any malice in him towards 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 you guys. How do you want to spend your advantage? I, I'm not too worried about his honesty at this stage. Okay. Um, learning something else about him might be good. Okay. What what would you want to know about him? Help me out here. Like uh, let's see. Board. Well, he's royalty. Mm-hmm. Um, where where was he educated? Ooh, um, definitely Lithuanian. I mean, he is like aside from his you know half blood nature, he's sort of a high elf through and through. Yeah, um, he definitely had the privilege of of being a part of um high elf society, which probably means like. Um, his mother probably was very important in 
the the city or the 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 pol- the political sort of landscape or st- and structure. Mm-hmm. Um, you pick up that he is trying to downplay his skills in um, sort of the bardic sense. That makes sense. Yeah. He, he might he might have some magic. Does he feel kind of like our uh, patron for the uh, ogre cave to me? So he's talking about the dragon. Oh, oh, Ro- Roland. Yeah. Oh no, no, he's not Roland. I'll go ahead and tell you that. No, does he feel like that? Ilk? Does he feel like him though? Like, is it a similar vibe? No. Okay, so then Kachi's going to lean over to Leo and be like, let them know that our, start, that our company isn't cheap. <laughs> I, uh, Leo uh, looks up at the sky, squints a little bit at the sun, uh, takes out his finest crocodile um, brim hat. Uh, as as already hat. established, as already established. <laughs> yeah, yeah, as um, already established. Put, puts it on, um, looks at him and says... This is uh we're we're doing some dangerous stuff here. It's exciting, but it's dangerous. Dangerous, you say? Hmm. Would I would I get to see it? Maybe paint a picture of the great city. Oh, sure. All right. Would I get to see maybe the great treasures of the dwarven city? If the goblin siege uh, lays it bare. Okay. You might also get to see a, the great expanse of dead bodies after a battle. I mean, there's equally gruesome stuff. I was... I've been through many wars. How old is this guy? Yeah. I'll say this. He is... Probably the same age as Eliza. Over a hundred years old. Okay. Have you seen a giant skeletal dragon that was the cause of the, the fall of the Forbidden City? The Forgotten City? No, sadly I was not alive. Or nor did I live in that city. I already told you I live I oh. I, I am from Lithlilian. No, it's a skeletal not, dragon, it's still alive. Well, my journeys have not taken me there. Oh. <laughs> I talked into a box. Definitely don't open a box if you're there. <laughs> I, <laughs> do not open that box I instantly that. give Leo a glare, like, why would why would you do this? Why I, why would you I, tell I, anyone? And then I out loud look at Leo out loud looks at uh, Kaiji and says, uh, I mean if he goes there, I don't want him to open the box. But if I was the sort of person that wanted to to unleash a horrific evil such as an undead dragon, wouldn't you not want to tell me that until you got to know me better? Yeah, now, now he might as well come. You've already given him the keys <laughs> to absolutely screw us over. He, I mean, he is welcome a, to the party. Fortunately, trusting sort of person. There's rest assured, I have no interest in traveling to that accursed city. That's not a place that any elf really would like to return to. I want to see things of legend. That, that okay, it is it is the skeletal dragon. The skeletal dragon. Why why would you tell him this? 
it looked very epic if you went up there and just open it up. I mean, he'd kill you. He'd absolutely kill you. But... Immediately. Oh, for you sure. Think I, you think it would pose for a picture? No. <laughs> um, maybe if you negotiated that you would let it out if that's all it did. If it oh. posed a, a picture. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. now you've told you... me where it is. I shall look forward to the day that I at least draw it. Very nice. For the look world to see. Um... Oh, the world will see it if you unleash it. It's, yeah, that's that's not the problem. The problem is what it will do when it sees the world. Uh, hey, can I go Marker, with the bow you okay? yet? Marker, do you have, do you have something in your eyes, Marker? Did your head hurt? Did you have a headache? Oh, my head is really hurting. I see no benefit. From... So, fellow companions, fellow adventurers, I am, I am a adventurer too. I long to see adventure. Please, I implore you, let me go with you. You know what? Okay. I'm going to vote yes. Come with us. Uh, I'm, I'm the welcoming sort. And also, you've already been given a crippling weapon should you turn out to be bad anyway. Thanks a lot, Leo. Well, then what's your name? <laughs> I've already told you my name. My name's Darius. Darius Dragonsbane. Lord! <laughs> he says, rolling his eye. Lord! Darius Dragonspace. <laughs> is is the lordship a new development? <laughs> you recently made a lord? No, it's on my father's side. Long story. Again, don't really want to talk about it. My past is my past. I'd like to keep it that way. I tell you what, I won't ask you any questions about your past if you don't ask any questions about my past. We're about to take a long journey. I mean, uh, what do you think we talk about on a long journey but our past? Look, there's a tree. What kind of tree is that? Can you tell me what kind of tree? How does it grow? What is what is its name? Can it be used for magic? Uh, well, we played it... that game before. It lasted like 10 minutes. <laughs> Look, there's an owl. I wonder what kind of owl it is. Oh, is it a great... Is... I'm going to shoot whoa. at him. <laughs> I'm, I'm no, no, to... I was... He just ducks. He's like, I'm just kidding. It was a joke. I'm sorry. Never joke about owls. We would we would explain it, but we can't talk about our past. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. Here's the thing. If you want to talk about your past, that is fine. Just don't expect me to be so sharing about my past. Well, in the future, keep one thing in mind. Don't give a hoot or Raytheon will shoot. This this is duly noted. Both an apt mnemonic and absolutely the truth. Du- duly <laughs> noted. I will not pretend or transform into an owl. You can what? I'm saying I won't do that. You don't have to worry. I can't do that. I mean, I won't do that. You can't. You can't, or you won't. I won't. He says I won't. I can't. It sort of looks up to this guy like, uh, what should I I say? (laughs) All right. So if something happens to you during our travels, who do we tell? Who do we send your your effects to? I have a letter in my shit box. You have a pocket specifically for your shit? Well. <laughs> I was going to say that, Raytheon. <laughs> I definitely heard shit pocket. <laughs> no, shirt pocket. No. That is I, not said what you shirt. Said. I said shirt pocket. You might have said that, but that is not what came out of your mouth. Shirt pocket. Well, that reminds me, I just bought an ether pooper. Does anybody know how to attach this thing? I am not willing to help you find that out. <laughs> What is the blacksmith doing in all this? Watering the horses. Is he still here? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, we we paid for him. He set up a little camp. Slaver. No, these are his horses. Oh. Yeah, so so 
I can I can join you. The the cat. The, what is your name, good sir? Uh, you are. Uh, are you a from the the dune, the dunes, or the the forest? I am a, a unique individual. I am from. Well, technically, I'm from Three Oaks now, but originally I was from the dunes. I ah. am a dunaire. And what is your name? That will be twenty silver. No, just kidding. Yeah, my name is Kachi Rogan. Kachi. Well, it is wonderful to meet you. So you are yes. I can join you. Who else would like? We would allow me to join. I'm interested. All right, you're liable for your own safety. I will. I promise. I will protect myself. Uh, I will stand firmly in the back and let you all fight. I will encourage yes, you. I, I will. I will. I will encourage you as much as I can. Now I'll, I'll step in for in front of a sword for you. Uh, that's that's fine for me. And and what say you, Orc? I believe your name is Makra. The orc was talking much about you, said he would meet you here. Uh, yes, my name is Makra, and so long as you do nothing to hinder our mission, I'm fine with you accompanying us. Splendid adventure it is. I look around for his horse. Ah, uh, he doesn't have one. How did you get here? Well, how will you travel with us? Please, please tell me you did not ride on the back of that orc. No. No, I am. Um, well, how I got here is my, my own business. Oh, good. Oh, that totally See, this is exactly over. what we're talking about. What? What? It was something about his past. That is technically asking him about his past. Is this a teleporting hole? Of course, literally five minutes in his past. Okay, how will you travel with us? We can, we can get a horse. Don't worry. Don't worry. Or I can, you know, double up with someone. No, 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 no. I will trade you the horse I'm riding on for whatever you rode in on. How about that? I don't care what it is. Just no horse. He hands you his boots. <laughs> <laughs> I was sort of, I was um, sort of left here. By whom? I, the party I was with. Why did they leave you here? Oh, insufferability? No, they... They did not want to take me to the Great Dwarven City. Oh, piece of jerky? Um, sure. There you go. Oh, he, I'm num, 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 num. I made, it, made this myself. Uh, <laughs> he he eats it. Kaji, while that's happening, is going to lean over to uh, Raytheon and go, what sort of freaky crap would he have to have admitted to about the Dwarven City where a group said no thank you and left him? That's exactly what I'm thinking, but you know, I don't really care for cities very much. When I'm in cities, I tend to get into trouble. Um, so I could understand not wanting to go to the city, but if he's doing something strange, it sounds like he definitely is. I don't know. I don't know. We'll just have to keep an eye on him. Oh, Lord Darius Dragonsbaum. Dragonsbane. Yes, Dragon's Bone. What would you like us to call you? Just the whole title? No, Darius is fine. I have a few questions for you. I just this is just help. Sure. Okay. I'll, I'll try to avoid it being your past, but did they dislike you as a person? Did you? I... Hmm? Yes. What? What? Well, go ahead. Did, Do they dislike? No. Did... Okay. Good. Was that a personal dispute? It was a personal dispute. 
Okay, so not like business or um, related to your station. No. Okay. All right. And did it have anything to do with what you intended to do in the Dwarven City? No. Is it animal, mineral, or vegetable? Well, that's really all I need to know. It was woman? Oh. (laughs) You you sly dog. (laughs) He's a dog. (laughs) (laughs) He smiles. You're doing everything you can to make us have to know what you're talking about. Uh, Listen, I will tell you this. Clearly a gifted storyteller. I may or may not have slept with my guide's wife. That was very stupid. Oh. Well, it was fine until she caught up to us and professed her love for me. Which I had to sadly say, tell her I did not love her. Well, oh, bet that got awkward. That's a rookie mistake. You've yes. got to tell them our best love is remains magical as long as it's a mystery. And then point somewhere, and when they look back, just be gone. Is that what you... This is terrible. Now there's two of them. All right, so about this time, the orc comes back over. Makra, son of Rodak. 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 Not Rodak. Rodak. Son of Rodak. <laughs> Rodak. 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 He rode his dick. <laughs> Rodak. Oh, man. That'll, that'll make the bloopers real. Uh, <laughs> ask Cassagrass. We know what she picked. Makra, son of Rodak. I will make you this deal. If you come with me willingly, we can travel to the entrance. Of the pass. He um, extends a hand for a shake. Um, Micro looks at the hand for what feels like forever, but then grasps it. It is agreed. What? Micro, you know we'd like defend you and stuff, right? That, ab- absolutely. And you weren't nearly as specific enough. There are a lot of passes. Yeah. He might even been talking about biological. Look, here's my butt. It's a pass. Ha ha. Please forgive them. He 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 just looks at the cat and looks back at you. Just shakes his head. <laughs> so, uh, our plan is to camp here for the night, or continue on. Uh, we should camp here. I mean, night. what? Yeah, is it? What time is it? That's approaching evening. It would be a good place to stop. We stop. All right, you guys make camp. Um, what do you do, do? Is there anything in specific that you guys want to to accomplish during during this night? Uh, I want to speak with Marco about getting rid of this injury I've still got lingering around. Look, Marco or or Raytheon. Look, it's an ouchie right here. All right, so that is going to be a three purple. Difficulty. Ah, <laughs> that is a success and a threat. Ah, awesome. So I do manage to successfully heal the critical injury. I got three in- I got three critical injuries last game. Good yeah, grief, were, yeah, dude. It was rough. So when once Makra finishes healing um Leo's critical injury, he's gonna kind of move himself away to sort of the outskirts where he's still in the light of the fire, but he's 
away from it, and he's going to sit and meditate and reflect on what this trial may end up bringing. Okay. I want to get comfortable and just chat the night away with Afriel. It's been too long. I was just going to update her and everything, tell her about this new dude. Uh, and uh, also bring up the two books that I'm carrying around that have her image and stuff in them. Yeah, I don't think she really pays much attention to the, the new guy. The books, I think, probably... I think for her, I think that's probably a very pleasant surprise that there are still things in this world that remind others of her beauty and her blessings. Is um, this type of book where if I study it, I will slowly understand it? Or is it just I don't read good and I would just be pawing at pages? Yeah, I mean, it was in Elvin. Um, so you would have to, you might could learn. I mean, yeah, if you want to spend time trying to learn Elvin as a as a character in the world, I'm okay with that. That's fine. I could help teach you Elvin. Yeah, I mean, you've got. Uh, I was I was really kind of wondering if maybe it was blessed or something. No, I don't. I don't think it. Like, well, I mean, yeah, if you want to spend time reading it, yeah, it's going to help you understand a little bit more about her. Yeah, I mean, over time, yeah, if you want to study over this, learn a little Elvish from maybe Raytheon. Yeah, I, I think you could you could probably begin to tune into her easier and connect and make it you know start creating a deeper connection with her. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Okay. Do I note any immediate effect or no, no, this is gonna this is gonna this is a long journey, my friend. Okay. Long journey. I would say like she's definitely pleased and like blessed and honored and surprised that that, that sort of stuff is still there. Probably like honestly like maybe like hopeful that you have recovered something from a very dark and dead place. At, at some point, if, if we all agree on it, I'll be like studying the book and if possible, Raytheon will be walking by and he'll just reach over while I'm studying it and like turn it the correct way up. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Which is not the way that you think it is because it's not like you had it upside down. You had it at like, you were holding it like a normal book, but then I sort of turn it 90 degrees and go vertical. Like, ah, yes, like a centerfold. Just for this kind, though. Um, are you interested in, in learning Elvish? Well, yes. I say still looking at the centerfold. Well, I would be very happy to help you with that. Um. Kachi goes, I, I would be very grateful. Uh, do, do you understand this book at all? Uh, let us, let's see. I pick it up. What is, what is this book? I have two. I have this one and this one. This one's, what was the Three Oaks one? Is that in not Elvish? Do you remember? Mm, I'm about to go back and look. Um, one I know is like, sort of talks about who she is. Yeah, I mean, it just basically is this a, a, a a religious book about the different celestials in the world of Valeria and possibly their roles in creating the world and helping govern the world during the divine age. There is sort of a, a sense of like the fountain, what we would call like a fountain of youth, basically a fountain of life, um, miraculous signs that happen uh, in places of, that's been devoted to worship to her. 
like trees growing out of stumps and um, lakes that are sort of be you know have supernatural or um, supernatural phenomena to them, things like that. Sort of you know the supernatural mingling with the natural world, basically. So what of that does Raytheon relate to me? This appears to be text that's descriptive of some kind of deity and just sort of like go and, and describe all of the things that you that you detailed there, Matt. I'm not yeah. I'm not able to quite remember all of them right now, okay. but um but yeah, just kind of give give you all of all of that information, you know, that you know, these are the signs of her blessing. Um where did you find this? It was in the uh the the castle we went to actually for uh it was in oh, that big in temple that's right uh where all those other books and stuff were well thanks for the lesson i'll keep studying this thing of of course and if if you want to learn more of the language i'll be glad to assist can i make something uh yeah what do you, what do you want to make uh, can you give me a quick rundown of making in this world basically you have to have uh time you have to have the materials um, depending on what you're wanting to, to do, uh, it depends on like the type of materials you need or the type of, uh, tools you need as, as well. So basically the crafting, um, of an item takes one day plus a number of days equal to the rarity of an item. This does not include the time spent gathering the tools or supplies. Uh, it depends on the item too, because, you know, GM may decide if it takes specific, significantly more or less time depending on the nature of the item. So what you, what you thinking about making? I walk over to Raytheon and say, Raytheon, um, excuse me, uh, Kachi, Raytheon. Raytheon, can I borrow your uh, your pouch just for like a, a little bit of a case study to try to make something similar? I'll give it right back. It'll be, it'll be purely untouched. I just want to see how you made it. Well, it's rather crude, but certainly. Well, thank you. Um, this makes sense. I sort of like unbuckle it from behind it and like like pick it up. You can see that it like sits on a stud on my belt. Yeah. Wait. Okay. On the stud. Oh, that's kind of neat. Yeah. So like it'll it's able to like swing free, but won't come off unless I like unlatch it. Huh. Does this ever hit you in your own balls? <sighs> no. Okay. Great. <laughs> Um, so I would like to start kind of making okay. some of my crocodile pelts into a crocodile um, pouch. Okay. Um, uh, so basically, the way that crafting typically works is um, you know you, you basically go off of the the rarity of the item, right? It's a mechanics check. Go off the rarity item, determine the number of of purple dice, the the difficulty of the of the pool, the dice pool. Uh, you divide the rarity of the item by two, round up. For instance, you know, if you're trying to make a steel sword, rarity of two, it's it's going to be an easy check. So I think this is going to be an easy check. I think you can have uh, a boost die on this since you have basically like, hey, here's here's what it looks like. Oh, okay. This seems pretty intuitive. So roll me an easy one with a boost die mechanic check. Can I can I make multiples or do I only have to make one? Like this, this is not a thing. This is not a thing for use. This is a. I think if you're trying to learn how to make it, let's let's just do one. Okay. Let's do, well, we'll do a couple. Let's. How about this? 
you're trying to replicate this. Let's let the dice determine how many you make. Okay, so you said one purple? One purple, one boost. Okay. All right, one success, two advantage. All right. Um, yeah, I say you, you can figure out how to make this. Um, I think you make one. It looks pretty good. It's not too bad. It, you know, it's different animals, so it's not quite the same, probably. You know, it looks a little different, but it's the same functionality. How are you supposed to do this, uh, uh, um, Crocodile Tooth uh, as the, what do you call it? Like the, the spike that basically holds it shut? Clasp? Yeah, yeah, sure. Crocodile yeah. Tooth Clasp, that's perfect. Okay. Uh, how about the two advantages you found out how to make these things? You've, you found a way to improve the functionality of these things. This way, they will hit you in the nuts. <laughs> thank you so you make um, one and you kind of you know how to improve it so you get more value and more functionality out of your future creations okay i i wind up my um fully decked out taylor's kit i wind it up roll it up put it in my kit this thing i've i've had all along you know Oh yeah, you oh you got a tailor's kit? Yeah, I've got a tailor's kit. Oh dang. I've had it all along. I was oh, just hiding my You should have told me. I would have given you an extra boost die or let you upgrade the check or something. No, 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 no. I'm telling you right now, due to my deep pockets, I've had it all along. Oh, I thought you had it from your class starting equipment. Okay. No. Once per session produce gotcha. one item of zero or one encumbrance at a hundred silver or less. So I've got about a hundred and silver quality tailor's kit, which is pretty good. Like that'll be a pretty decent kit. Uh, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine with this. Yeah, I'm okay with this. I take the uh, the box pelt back to uh, Raytheon, who I assume is still talking with uh, Kachi about language. Mm-hmm. And uh, in uh, in flawless Elven, I say thank you very much. I appreciate it. And back in Elven, just reflexively. Oh, absolutely, no problem. At any time. Wait, wait. I walk away. The high elf looks up, kind of confused at what just happened, and then goes back to drawing a picture of the fire. With uh, actually a really nice picture of the fire and the blacksmith sitting around, Makra meditating over the uh, the other orc, watching Makra intently, <laughs> just like stalking Makra, <laughs> like very rudely, just boring holes into. <laughs> I put my crocodile pajamas on. I snuggle this, down. This man wears leather pajamas. <laughs> Second time I'm wearing them. Are you gonna t- anybody going to take a watch? I'll take one. I have second watch? Uh, let's just do one, first and second watch. Mm, okay. I mean, you know some animals, but you know, you're kind of able to chase them off and avoid any, any sort of uh, altercations with wild beasts. Nothing out of the ordinary happens. Um, you know, everybody's being behaving. The the high elf is behaving. The the orc is you know behaving. So nothing happens. You guys wake what, up the next is, day. What is Dragon's Bomb sleeping in? Uh, he's got a he's got a backpack with him. Okay. Yeah, he he rolls out a, a a sack. Is it fancy? Um, actually, not really. His his like travel gear is actually pretty pretty mundane. Yeah, kind of run of the mill. 
basically your basic, you know, adventures pack, bedroll and blanket and stuff like that. Leo, I, I, I do kind of wonder. Do you, do you think that? Do you think that money's tight for this guy? Uh, we're gonna have to find out about his past. Uh, it could just like, be that he's out for like, like an adventure, like um, like when like a duke or something takes up boxing. You know they don't need uh, to take up boxing. One of those guys. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys wake up and um, it's a beautiful morning, beautiful day, and you guys make your way towards the Dwarven City. I, I, of course, of course, pull out my Turkish coffee set and make everyone coffee before we head out. <laughs> Great. All right. Fantastic. Um, it's about mid-morning when you cross or pass by the mountain pass, the old mountain, the old kingdom pass. Um, and after, when you hit, when you do that, you begin to notice some things change um and you don't notice at first like real prevalent but you can definitely tell like there's been some traffic um not on the road but off in the distance you can kind of see like there's broken trees um it seems like something has gone through like just literally walked um through in large amounts and i'm not going to make you roll perception checks i think you, you know you guys, are, uh, you guys have walked through this like you notice like there's there's some clearing as you begin to make your way towards the the dwarven city and when you get closer uh you get a little closer you begin to see a river on the right towards your towards the east the right side of the road um and you get really the pass leads very close to the mountains you guys uh, begin to make your way, you get closer, approach. I just got to get off this page. I don't know what you guys are doing. Uh, as you guys get closer to the Dwarven City, uh, it becomes very prevalent that basically what the, what the Goblin Army has done is it did not follow the road. As soon as it got down from the mountains, it literally trekked straight across, straight towards the Dwarven City. And definitely saved time. Um, and as you approach, you begin to see smoke in the distance uh everyone make me a perception check yeah so all allies within short range of me add a boost die to their perception or vigilance checks allies engaged with me add two so this perception is going to be two purple uh one yes one setback two purple one setback two purple one black oh okay I'm too busy fighting with my horse, so I just get one advantage. Okay. I got two successes and uh, and two threat. I got two successes and an advantage, and I did negate the the uh, the, the setback with my knack for it. And I've got too much other stuff going on in my mind. I had all dice cancel out. Alright. Mm. So, here's what um, here's what Raytheon and Leo, here's what you guys see. Um, you guys definitely notice, like straight off the bat, like I said, they have literally just cut a path straight through the. It's not really a, it's kind of a forest, but it's not like a thick forest. It's sort of like a, you sort of, are, you guys have been traveling through sort of like grassy plains, basically, with a lot of um, 
furs up here. Ah, pricey uh, gains. And they have just tore a path straight through this thing. Um, there's broken trees. The brush is sort of cleared out. And you can tell there is a lot of goblins heading towards the city. Um, Leo, how do you want to spend your advantage? I want to scan for any owls in the daytime. <laughs> um, I would also say this. Uh, as you guys have, are approaching the city, uh, you begin to see um, you begin to see the army encamped. Uh, and you begin to see the city actually itself. The city army encamped or the goblin army? The goblin army encamped in front of you. Okay, then I'll, I'll, I'll use my advantage to approximate number. Uh, this thing is massive. There's a lot. I mean, there's thousands of goblins here, probably. This is a <laughs> this is a large army, an army that cannot be counted, and it's innumerable. It's been bred for what purpose? Oh, good. What if Raytheon's threat is that he is exposed and his next stealth uh, stealth check has a setback die? Okay. Um, yeah, I think that. I think it's great. Um, and you guys basically are, are, are arriving at this city. How far away from the uh, the Goblin Army? Um, I mean, I think, like, you guys noticed you, you succeeded, so you're able to, like, avoid. And here's what I say. I think with, with your advantage, uh, advantage, you know, like, this is a massive army. Like, they've encamped pretty far out from the uh, the city. But uh, your your passage is not blocked. However. Um, you guys do recognize that it's going to take you pretty close to the goblin army. Hey, Kaji. Yes. All right. See this bag. Yes. All right. Um, I, uh, this is a very ruined, ruined, uh, are you in the ED, um, bag of holding? I, I need you to, what, what is like a throwing skill? Just throw as far away as we can. But into the goblins. If you're going throwing, you're thinking Raytheon. <laughs> yeah, it's a range skill. Uh... Listen, under yes. under no circumstances should you open this bag. All right. Oh, all he wants to do is open it. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's got like something awful in it. We we got this from the the. Uh... Well, Raytheon was there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah this, this is what we got from that chapel in the, in the right. city. That absolutely gross. Uh, all right. We're going to lose a bag of holding this, but it's cursed. Can you, can you throw this all the way over there to create a distraction for us? <laughs> I can certainly try. You all guys right. are at long range from these, this, the goblin camp. I mean, y'all are not bad? close. It, you can't throw it that far. <laughs> I, oh, come on. <laughs> it's long range. I think you can throw up the short range. All right. All right. Sneaky, <laughs> Not sneak. long. Oh, actually, y'all oh, are probably. No, 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 hold no, no, on. No, no, y'all are probably no, at no. like extreme range. Y'all see like the encampment way. Oh, we're away. at extreme range. Yeah. Okay. Can I yeah. take it? Can I take it and see how close I could sneak with it and try to do that? If you want to sneak into the camp, you are more than welcome to. But no, at this not point, into the camp, is there like an overhang or something that if I sneak to, I could pretty easily throw it into the camp? I mean that's a long way to sneak, but you could. I do mean, it. what if what if I sneak with him and provide distraction? Yeah, I, I, can... I look at him and go uh, leave this to the experts. 
This, this is what this is his thing. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, okay. So right now you're at extreme range. Like you can see the the goblin encampment. I didn't want but, I didn't want to put you guys in it until you guys decided what you wanted to do. The mountain pass is to your left. Um, basically, you have arrived at, at Dolgoldor. It is a massive city carved uh, out of the side of one of the silver-tipped mountains. And you you realize as you approach these mountains that the reasons why they're called silver-tipped is like they glimmer in the sun. There's probably massive silver veins running through all these this mountain range. Um, it's beauty. It's a it's a sight to behold. That is for sure. This city has been carved basically out of the side of this, into the side of this mountain. It's, um, you see a, a great stone bridge that stretches over a deep ravine. Uh, the bridge leads to and sits between two medium sort of sized stone watchtowers. Uh, the tower is set on the edge of a larger stone walkway that leads straight to the city gates, uh, which is made of stone and steel. Uh, you can even see a dwarven king carved into the mountain right above the city gate. And there are also two more massive towers that frame the gate entrance of the dwarven city. So basically, the goblins uh, from, from, I would say you guys can get close enough to see, uh, it looks like the goblins are making their assault on the city, but the gate is still closed. Uh, I actually have a, 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 a picture for you guys of the Dwarven City. Ooh. Uh-uh. Ooh, I dig that. Yeah. So there's this massive like stone platform that this bridge leads to across this pretty large ravine. And you can see uh, to the left, this picture isn't quite accurate. Uh, to the left is sort of a, a uh, massive waterfall. And the water uh, falls down into this ravine. So it's pretty, pretty deep. Uh, from where you guys are, you know, you can see the waterfall, you can see the Dwarven City, but you cannot see down into the ravine. There's basically one one way across, and it's the 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 bridge. And you can definitely tell that they're making an assault. Um, there is definitely smoke, and you can kind of see the dwarves like putting up a, a defense on the the platform in front of the, the city gate. Hey, Darius, Darius. Yes. Is getting your giblets up? Oh my goodness, look at this army. This is epic. Yeah. See, I deliver. This is the thing of legend. All right. Just remember this scene because we're about to mess stuff up. Oh, that sounds even more splendid. Are, are we close enough to where we don't need horses? He, uh, the guy looks at you and goes, Yeah, I don't. I don't think them horses are gonna uh, make it up up that. And you guys looking at this mountain pass goes straight up. Are you safe to go to get back on your own? Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, yeah. Good. Good luck. Don't don't um, die. Hope you don't die. Um, you hey. guys seem pretty cool. You know, you too. Uh, Kazi, could you perhaps? Do your little sneaky snake thing and get this, um, uh, I'm going to say, obvious bomb into the middle of their, uh, like, as close to their encampment as you can. Sure thing. I take it from him, and I go, what was that? And, like, point over behind us, and then, like, when everyone <laughs> looks back, 
um, I've already begun sneaking off. But but is there are are the orcs aware of this back gate? You do not know. You do not know if they know about the secret uh, passageway. Okay, so we uh, we we hold up. Right, I mean, my idea is we hold up for um, we hold up for Kachi's return. But while we're there, we're we're watching carefully about how we can get there. What's between us and it? All right, it's a three purple, one black difficulty stealth check. It is a no black because of uh, my my trait. Okay, feel free to flip that coin too. Yeah, y'all have three story points. Actually, technically, you have four story points. Because um, Raytheon is here. Jordan's mm-hmm. back. So you have four, four story and points. And I, as a human, just helped with this plan and flipping this other one. Okay. I'll remember that. All right. Uh, <laughs> the GM so remembers we, that. Are we, are we good to go? Yeah. And will you flip the coin so you can upgrade your check? Why would I need to? It's only three purple. I've got three yellow. Oh, okay. Two. Yeah. Go ahead and roll without doing it. Sure. I get three successes and a threat. Man, you got lucky. Yeah, that was some bad. Those purpose. dice rolled really bad. Really horrible. <laughs> Gosh. Uh, all right. Three success, one threat. Um, you almost step into a booby trap uh, and you take one strain. Um, you get in to the outskirts of the camp. Do you want to go forward? Now, here's the thing. They have, when they get to, the, when you get to this, you realize they have burned everything uh, to make this camp. There's no trees. Like, they have created booby traps all over this place. Um, so you are now at the, you have made your way through this, basically, battlefield at this point, and you're at the back of the camp. Do you want to go in, or do you want to just set it off right here? Am I in a place where I could throw it pretty far into the camp? You can throw it into the camp at this point. Uh, how how difficult am I sensing it would be to press forward? Uh, it's going to be a harder check because you're trying to get into, and there's like goblins everywhere. There's even, um, and make me a, make me a perception check. Okay. Give me a, a, two, a two purple perception check. I need the rest of the party to make me a stealth check. Two purple with uh, a setback. Leo proudly fails. Okay. An advantage. Okay. (laughs) All right. I uh, apparently perceive everything because I got uh, six successes, an advantage, and a triumph. Okay. Here's what you notice. Um, You kind of find a a clearing and uh, are able to see the... um, a little bit better towards the city. They are making their way across the bridge at this point. Um, and the dwarves are not able to, to stop them. Uh, I mean, it's, they are about to take the bridge. Basically. You also notice that they're not just goblins here. There's orcs. Uh, there's some ogres that you see. How else, how else do you want to spend your triumph and your advantage? I see a critical place to place this this uh booby trapped back okay all right is that triumph that is that is a triumph 
and the advantage. The advantage is it's in a place where they're just, they're opening up bags of holding and taking stuff out. So they're going to get to it soon. I just need to place <laughs> it there and skedaddle and this will be right in their chain of supply. Okay. All right. Make me another stealth check. This is going to be four purple, two black difficulty. Okay. This I will use a story point. All right. Uh, here we go. A failure to threaten a triumph. Okay. Now, so before I do that, I do have a skill that I can re roll. Well, you think about re rolling and let's see what happens with the rest of the group. So, you guys, Leo rolled a failure on a stealth check, Maka rolled a failure with a threat, and Raytheon rolled a failure with an advantage or a wash. Basically, all you guys washed, so pretty much all you guys washed with a failure or a threat. You guys are not stealthy at this point. So y'all are out wide out in the open. The threat is you see a goblin patrol heading your way from the east side of the encampment. Not from the uh, mountain pass, but from the east. We need to take cover now. But Raytheon wants to use the advantage to try and negate the, 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 goblin, uh, the goblin patrol. To like buy us a, uh, buy buy us a, a stealth little time. Check, Yeah, buy you a stealth check. I'm fine with that. It was a group effort. I like this. Cooperative playing. You notice that there's not a lot of cover around here. Uh, you do notice that there are some like holes around here, but basically the only cover that you have that you see is near the mountain pass. How many goblins? Ah, uh, let's see. You see about six. Okay, I walk up to them. <laughs> wow, I walk up to them. You hey, uh, to them? where do you guys want these weapons? Uh, we've got uh, weapons for the for the army. Your um, necromancer ordered them. Been trying to get them to you for like two weeks. Make me a charm check. My man. Old play. We'll see how it works out for you. <laughs> yeah. This is going to be... Goblins are kind of dumb. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they are. They're pretty dumb. Um, I mean, would they just buy it? I mean... <laughs> well, I'm thinking, I'm thinking two purple difficulty with two setback. And I remove that for my negotiation charm combo knack for it. Um, okay. Hey, two successes, one advantage. Okay, nice. how do you want to spend the advantage? You're they 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 believe you. They are you walk up to them, they see you, and they immediately like pull their weapons. You're like, whoa, hey, we got we got weapons. Yeah. Uh, they kind of look at each other and <laughs> shrug their shoulders. Uh, what do what? Well, how's the advantage you want to spend? Um, the advantage is uh, they don't even bother reporting it. They're that confident that we're. Uh, that were there to do weapon supplies. Okay. All right. What do you say? Well, as I said, um, hey, where do you guys want the weapons? Uh, your, your necromancer boss, uh, he um, ordered some, and we've been trying to get them to you for like a couple weeks now. Yeah. And they, they point towards the camp. Okay. The and captain, uh, in front, they, the, front of the camp, back the of the leader. camp, by the walls, they, by, the, by the gates. He says something goblin. That is bad. All right, all right. We'll 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 get them there. Thank you. Bye. That worked. How did that work? How how? Well, go back to the group and we we start to talk. Do you guys go that way? They're they're just watching you. 
Like, did they have? Did they give him like any kind of a pass or anything? No, nope, they just pointed towards the camp. Yeah, we'll go there. We're waiting for our buddy to come. He's uh, uh, cat um, Adunair. We're waiting for him to get back. He's pissed in the woods. Uh, they they kind of shrug and keep on walking. I I thought for sure I thought for sure we were going to have to kill them. <laughs> oh gosh. I can't believe I can't believe that was a thing that actually worked. It's <laughs> like a dragon getting in a in a chest. <laughs> That's amazing, actually. Like <laughs> I speak in the the stone, the parsley stone. Hey, we just encountered a uh we just encountered a uh patrol. They're heading about south of where you are. Um you almost done. Hello, this is the ghost of Kachi. <laughs> you have a failure, two threat, and a triumph. Uh, the failure is you're not going to get there. Well, I can re-roll it. Oh, you're going to re-roll it? Yeah, but you got a triumph. What is it? Yeah, but that he he's going to be like, a, tri- a triumph just means something good happens, uh, but there's no successes, so you don't succeed in what you're trying to do. Yeah, because I'm a horrible GM. I mean, by the rules of the game, that's true. I mean, yeah, oh, I'm just a horrible GM. Oh, you triumphantly failed. Okay, yeah, that's how the mechanics work. Jeez. So I'm going to re-roll it. It's fine. Right, re-roll. If you're going to re-roll, re-roll. All right. I got two success and four advantage. Okay, so you're able to get to this place. How do you want to spend your four advantage? Um, I'm going to place. Okay, so. Basically, they're 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 taking stuff out of bags and passing them on to be used uh, elsewhere. This is the key hub where they're taking and removing stuff from in the camp. So I basically just place the bag on the pile and try to get out of there. Um, uh, and so there you go. I'm going to use up every bit of advantage I get to do all that. Yeah, you get there, you drop it off, it goes off, they open it up. And it causes such a chaotic mess. You're able to get out of there to the end of the camp with a um, without another check. What kind of mess does it cause? All right. Are you going to stick around to see what's in this thing? Nope. All right. You just hear you just hear screams start coming from the goblin camp. You hear goblin screams. You hear the screams of what may be something supernatural. Like from the TV show? Dang it, Bobby. <laughs> what did you do, Sammy? <laughs> Propane. What were we talking about? As you guys make your way, as Kachi, you take one final glance looking back towards the camp. I, I've been so patient with this cursed bag of holding. This is exactly what I wanted to see. You see two wraiths sort of ghostbustering it around the encampment. Just <laughs> dive bombing in and out of the camp. Tents are flying, goblins are running. <laughs> it's mass hyst- cats and dogs. It's mass hysteria. <laughs> <laughs> Content of this podcast remains property of the Hazardous Casual Podcast. 
just role-playing game Genesis logo and realm tearing off property of many fight games. Any content used from Genesis Foundry belongs to their respective owners. The hilarious setting and sending book is property of the Hatchers Casuals podcast.